Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. Welcome to the podcast, Girl Dads. I'm glad you're here. I wanted to to reach way back in my history, all of six years. And that's because one of my friends that I'm working with, she told me, hey, I'm listening to your podcast. I love it. And one of my friends is going to be a girl dad, too. So this is awesome for them. And I was like, oh, yeah, definitely share it. And it got me thinking about the time that when I became a girl dad and how it wasn't as exciting as I thought it would be. I mean, it was. So for me, it was super exciting. I was in love with them. I was I was stoked. But it was also the time in which I was treated the meanest I've ever been treated. And so, yeah, I've, I've had people give me a hard time about my faith. I've had people give me a hard time about all, you name it, right? Everybody's been given a hard time. But it wasn't until... We were pregnant that I really, really got, like, treated really crappy. And they really wanted to take my power away. And I wasn't allowed to really speak back. But, of course, I did speak back. And I fought hard for my ground. And the meanest I've ever been treated was by women when me and my wife were pregnant. And, yes, I do say me and my wife because I'm part of this. Right? This isn't something that... The, the woman does and the guy's just along for the ride. That's not how it is, right? When you're a girl dad, you're all in, okay? So my wife wasn't in it alone. And, and oh man, oh, it's gonna get me all fired up. They really, they treated me crappy. And, and the perfect example is always like, every time we'd be like, oh, we're pregnant. And they're like, no, no, you're not pregnant. She's pregnant. <sighs> okay, okay. Got it. You you feel the need that in this man's world you have to maintain your place. And I get it. It's true. Right? Childbirthing is something that is purely on the side of the feminine. And I do not reduce it, remove it, anything. Right? I love it. I love that it's part of the feminine experience. Celebrate it. Love it. Okay? But the thing that really kills me is when you they make it seem like... All I was was there for, you know, however long. And you you do. You get the joke. Like, oh, your part was, what, 30 seconds long? She has to do it nine months. You're like, oh, 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 Karen, I've never heard that joke before. Okay. So I want to lay out a couple of things here. One, dads, don't let anybody take your power out of this situation. Okay? You are an integral part of to the rearing of that child, the bringing up of that child. That means from the time it is conceived, even before the time it is conceived, because there's a lot that happens beforehand, right, with nutrition and health. You play a role in that, okay? Nutrition and health before, during, after. There's so many things that you're involved in and you help with. Don't let anybody take that away from you. So hold your ground, fight it, 
tooth and nail. Don't let people make it seem like all you do is 1970s, you know, you had sex with a woman and then you went in the bar and drank scotch waiting for it to be birthed so that you could teach it how to use a wrench. That's not fatherhood, okay? We've learned a lot from them, and a lot of those men were great. They did a lot of great things, but we've also learned that there was a gap, okay? And and I think dads nowadays, we're filling that gap. We're still men, but we are also there, right? Emotionally, uh, psychologically, physically, all of the things, we're there, okay? So that there's not that gap anymore. So fight for your place there. Don't let anybody take that away from you. Secondly, I, wanna, I want to establish this so that it helps you understand, because this is how I understood it and, it, and it did help me fight for my place, is that you're going to be told a lot that the woman is creating life. And it needs to be said clearly, no one creates life. Okay, God alone creates life. The mom supports that life. Okay, so that life is conceived and that life is supported by mom. Okay, so it is very physical, like it is the physical body that is supporting that life. Okay, but there is no act of her will that is weaving together cells and genes and anything like that. Okay, there's there's nothing there. She is supporting it. And yes, it's hard. Okay, it's physically demanding. Where we come in, we, therefore, support the life of mom. Okay, and yes, can it be done on their own? Sure, there's lots of single moms that have made it happen, right? But I bet if you you ask them, you know, would you rather have had a good dad in the, in the life or done it on your own? Uh, you know, I would expect they would have chosen to have a good dad. Okay, because here's the thing that we're the role that we play. We manage a lot of the external things, period, right? Safety, uh, physical work, making sure that there's a secure place for everybody to live, right? There's going to be a lot of nesting, right? And you, A pregnant woman shouldn't be, you know, laying baseboards and painting walls and all of these things, right? Like a whole lot of the construction for creating the space in which your child is going to be to be living in is going to fall on you. It fell on me, right? Me and the granddads actually spent a lot of time building houses and and considering all the things, safety, considering safety all the time, right? Our job is to make sure that they are safe. So that's in our physical world that we're building, namely the nursery, right? A lot of, we'll see that a lot, but there's also so much more in, so I I cook in my family, right? I, I am, I'm the cook. I cook breakfast. I cook dinner. My wife does cooking too, but I am the primary cook. And it was my job to make sure that she had plenty of leafy greens because we needed to have lots of, like, I don't even remember the vitamins anymore, but it was like riboflavin or B6 or B12. And and you had to have plenty of this and plenty of that and lots of iron. And then you had to balance that iron with the water because eventually she started to retain water and her ankles would swell and there's all of these physical things that the diet does right and also the kid is is tasting food now so you have to make sure that the kid is getting 
experience, like you're expanding their experience in the womb, right? So you have to make sure it's not only just a, a nutritious diet, but it's a varied diet, okay? Like they can't just eat pickles and ice cream the whole time, which my wife didn't have, thankfully. She craved like five guys and french fries, and I was like, deal, let's do that all day. So there's a lot in supporting mom's nutrition, okay? And then there's also a lot in supporting mom's physical well-being, all right? So the, one of the biggest things that we didn't know and our doctor told us is vacuuming, Right? There's something about the motion of vacuuming that will just tear a seam in mom, okay? And that is not not what you want. And the doctor was like, look, I've had more premature births because they were nesting and were vacuuming. And the, the motion of vacuuming, he's like, I don't know what muscle it was, but the motion of vacuum, almost all of them were vacuuming and that forced labor before they were ready. So there's a lot of these things that we pick up in the the management of the house, okay? Because, and again, as you get closer and later on through your your nine months, it gets harder and harder on mom, right? So my wife, she had, uh, I think she was telling me it was a first kid. Again, it's all blending on me now, but her ankles would swell to the size of like grapefruit. It was awful. So what it was is we had to manage Again, hydration because you have to hydrate, but again, we can't cut off blood flow to our feet because they were swollen so much from the water. So we had to manage hydration and then how much she could sit in drives and then elevate her feet so that all kinds of crazy stuff, right? So we, the role of dads is to support mom in those nine months, right? Because mom is supporting the development of that baby. And that, that is such a huge role. Don't ever let anybody take that away from you, okay? It is critical, it's important, and don't undervalue it. But on the other side, I will say that with guys, it's like me especially, I grew up in a house of boys, so we didn't go to baby showers, we didn't have babies around, like we, we didn't do any of that stuff. We were out hunting and fishing. Okay, so like I, I, when I had my kid, I didn't know how to put a diaper on. And again, that was an opportunity for somebody to look at me and talk trash about me, right? Like, you're just a stupid guy. You don't know anything. You can't even put a diaper on. Be like, I don't, I don't know what I don't know. Don't, you know, why are you making me feel bad about this? Why doesn't somebody teaching me and letting me grow? I want to know this stuff. And it, and it wasn't until we got into the hospital that the nurses, really allowed me to engage, right? They didn't give me a hard time. The nurses loved that I wanted to learn and they took their time and they taught me and it felt really good uh, because they know the importance of having that duo, having mom and dad there as a team is hugely important to the success of that baby. So don't underestimate your role, but also you got to go learn your crap. Almost nobody's going to teach. I even went to a daddy boot camp. They didn't even teach me how to put a diaper on. Okay, so find somebody you know that you trust. Learn learn what you got to learn. Okay, so that when you go into the situation, you're prepared and, and you're not giving them the opportunity to take your power out of this. Okay, girl, dad, you are important. You are, you are valuable, invaluable to the growth of that child, to the health of mom and the health of that family. Don't give up. Don't give up that power. Fight for your space. Never give up on that family. 
Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledoo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.